Hey guys, welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. This is our live Sunday Facebook edition. It is 7 p.m. I am Mike. We have Stud. Massey. Stud Muffin Massey. So I'm we'll just playing, call him I'm Stud playing, from I'm now playing, on. Playing. That's, right? In the comments, I want you Come to call him Stud Muffin Massey. Please do. We're going to do it a hashtag. Yes. We're going to get this going. It's going to yes. trend on Twitter. Everybody's going to know about <clears throat> Stud Muffin Massey. Come on now. Game on. Yes. So, Massey, how you doing, man? Man, I am doing amazing. Uh, it's been quite a week, has yes, it not? It has. And uh, we've had a lot of stuff happen uh, that has uh, been happening. <laughs> right. So, you want to share? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I think what's unique is is we we're in a, we're in a position in our country that's unique, right? That we've never been through uh, what we're facing today. We've never been through a COVID. We've never been yeah. through any of this stuff, right? And so, like. You know, people are like asking, what do we do? And I'm not trying to talk about COVID tonight. That is not where I'm going. We're talking about liberty. If you notice, we never really talked about numbers or COVID. No. We just, addressed just to just generalizing get the, the idea. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. 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 And and what, what I don't want to do is just belabor the fact that, hey, there's differing opinions on right, we, there's differing opinions on what this is. Yeah. Right. So that's that's my only thing. Now, here's what we have talked about is liberty which we always talk about right live yeah. liberated that's our, motto. our live, message yeah li live liberated and and you know we're, we're trying to be a voice of reason in unreasonable times we're not trying to bring up conspiracy theories or anything like that uh because we you know whatever stud muffin massey thank you brian i love you buddy Mike Liggett said, what's up thanks brian i love what's you what's going buddy. on micah um and so we got a bunch of people joining on amen so uh we're going to talk about basically what's been happening to the first amendment and yeah. you know a lot of people are saying well i just want to go to the beach i want to go beyond that that beach conversation should never have come up, you know? So yeah. we've been talking a lot about this. And right now we're seeing a lot happening in uh, de Blasio's territory. Of course. You know what I mean? It's New York. It's the it, hotbed. Yeah. You know, when you're forcing people to get vaccinations to go to school, there's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, where, no matter where you stand on that issue, uh, that, that, that's, not, that's not the issue. The issue is, is do you have the freedom to choose? Yeah. Ironically, this comes from the same people that say you have the right to, your, to, to choose for what your body dictates. But moms can't choose or dads can't choose for their kids right Let alone so, you yeah. can't choose what gets put into your body on that at right. this point like right that's, right it's a really kind of creepy thing yeah. to think that somebody else can can determine what gets put into your body <laughs> as opposed to I love brian you know, man being able to choose voluntarily yeah what, brian said so tell us more about 9 11 conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> all right so here's we, the we, deal we could jet <laughs> fuel burnt <laughs> Anyways, was it a detonator? Was, was it not was a it detonator? Not? Was it jet fuel? You know, you will never know. The hole in the Pentagon looks like a rocket. It was the school book depository in Dallas that made him fall. That's what it is. Now, I want to hear this connection <laughs> from the 60s, by the way. That was a long shot. That was a long shot. So anyways, back to the point, right? We are here talking about what's relevant and what's going on in our nation and how to fix it, how to correct it. Now, you know, we're seeing a lot of people talking about running for, for, for office right now. It's pretty exciting, yeah. actually, if you think about it. And, and, and so I'm excited to talk about it. But again, in de Blasio's territory, there's something messed up here. There's something really, really yep. odd going on right now. We got to get to the bottom of it. And what can we do to, to help it? Uh, not help it but to stop it. Yeah. It, would, would that be the best way to say it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, because that's important right now that we, uh, we need to be on top of our game here. We really do. We need to be on top of our game. And so why don't you start off with the yeah. point number one we're going to hit right now. So uh, we've got de Blasio. And recently, he and the police commissioner basically announced that protests were going to be suspended. Um, when you look at what they said, they're they're announcing that no protests are going to be allowed in New York City because it's dangerous yep. social distancing all of this. Of course. Now I want you to remember that 
there's always a good reason as to why your rights are going to get limited. There's There will always be a good reason. There will always be a crisis. Remember 2000, 2001 with 9-11, we ended up getting the Patriot Act passed, and then we had TSA, and we had Funny, isn't it? metal detectors in airports and taking off your shoes, and that never went away. Uh, there's always a reason as to why they need to start limiting freedoms and liberties, right? So we're going to look at this. In the article that, that we're posting, the police commissioner announced, you're talking about some of the values we hold in the highest regard in this country and certainly in the city. Hold it in the highest regard. Okay. The right for people to gather, the right to free speech, and the right to protest. Okay, mind you, he used the word right. Shea said during a Monday press briefing, but now comes the bad news, okay? We're in a pandemic, and executive orders have been issued. These are laws that have been passed down through executive order to keep people alive. While we greatly, greatly respect the right of people to protest, there should not be protests taking place in the middle of a pandemic by gathering outside and putting people at risk. What? Uh, no, I know, I like... So you've, you've said that these are rights. You've said these are held in the highest regard. You've said these are certainly important, right, to protect these. And then you turn around and say, but it's a pandemic. We're scared. So therefore, we are going to, through executive order, pass laws, which when you look at constitutional law, those two do not go together. Exactly. An executive order is not supposed to be a law. Who is supposed to pass law? The legislature is supposed to legislate. That's exactly right. That's their only function is to legislate, really. Yep. And so then they get to, because of the pandemic, there should not be protests taking place. You shouldn't be gathering outside and you shouldn't be putting people at risk. You move further down the article and the mayor said, if people who have messages they want to spread care about protecting other people, use all the other tools you have to get your point across, but avoid anything that might put other people in harm's way. Here's my question. So you say use all other tools. YouTube has recently announced that if your information contradicts the WHO, they're going to pull down your video. Facebook has been removing the pages of protests, right? So, so protests for reopening, their pages have been removed from Facebook. So you're telling us use all the other tools, but hey, by the way, all those other tools Dude. are going to end up shadow banning you and removing S you. Yeah, straight up. And I think too, let's let's kind of get real here, right? Who is an organization of doctors, right? And and people, yeah. so they say. We don't know. You know, I mean, we we know Fauci's on there and stuff like that. I'm not trying to demean that right now that's not the point yeah the point is you know how many other doctors are out there saying this is not this is not what they're saying this is not is. what they're saying it is yeah. yeah it's real it exists but it's not what they're saying it is and even in texas they they released an article i think it was yesterday or the day before that was basically saying you know covid uh numbers surge since the opening it's because they started testing more yeah you know what i mean so like they don't tell you that number one number two again like these tests for, for the flu are 50-50, sometimes 60-40, you know, in the positive. No. What makes us think that this test is positive all the time? You know what I mean? Like, are these numbers for real? Like, are they really for real? Now, again, you're going to say conspiracy. It's really not. I'm saying, what is wrong with questioning what's going on? That's a, and okay, why can't I question a mayor who's trying to take away the First Amendment and using, uh, a, what do you call it, an emergency to do that? 
Yeah. Where is his authority to do that? I'm talking about natural law here, not laws passed later on. Because laws passed later on, and if they're against the Constitution, again, read Article 6 of your U.S. Constitution. If it's against the Constitution, it's not law. Yep. It can't be, it's right? pretended legislation. Right. Um, and this, this is something that you know I, I had put in our show notes. We're now reducing or restricting the Fourth Amendment, the First Amendment, and I would even argue the Fifth Amendment, right? Ahead, because... Yeah. You, especially the first amendment so we've already had the the shuttering of churches and we'll get into another article in a little bit here about on the church side of things but now we're going to protest and and we're trying to shut that down um and this idea of shutting down protests it sounds good on the face right because it's like oh people are congregating it's going to spread the disease so we need to just separate them and sure. and everybody will be safe. Sure. I can understand the logic. The problem is you're replacing Kinda. you're replacing liberty with security. Exactly. And, and the the thing that should scare people is how how does that get given back to you and in what measure? Because 100%. once this precedent is set of well we can shut down protesting when we need to, all of a sudden when things get too hot for the the city hall there's something going on that they don't like. They say, oh, well, it's dangerous because people might riot, so therefore we're suspending the right to protest. You, you see where exactly. those steps are taken. Now, you can call us crazy for saying, hey, they're going to take steps, and the slope is a That's, little bit slippery, but... Yeah, you know what's crazy is we've never brought up a theory or anything like that. We've only been bringing up the law. Mm-hmm. You can call us crazy about saying the law is going to get violated one day and it's going to go further and further and further further. But, dude, it's happening. Nobody ever would have thought this would have happened. You know, Nobody. You know, you and I were talking earlier. Unless and, you were liberty-minded. And we've, we've been talking about liberty for years now, and a lot of people have been telling us that's not going to happen. You know, you guys, you guys are a little bit extremist. You're out there, your conspiracy theory. Yep. Look what's happening now. True. The whole thing we've been talking about is starting to happen. The thing is, people go, well, there's a good excuse for it. Yeah, there's always a good excuse. And... You have to keep your eyes open because things happen incrementally mm-hmm. and it can always get more dangerous for our rights and liberties. So you have to have somebody who's yeah. willing to stand in the gap and willing to say, no, 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 no. That's a bad path for us to yep. go down. Let me let me give this really bad analogy for you. If you have one donut, it's not a problem. If look, you look at my ass. <laughs> That's, I where wasn't gonna go there. That's where he was going with it. Don't even let him lie to you. He was All going right. there. Fine. I'll go his route. <laughs> if you keep eating donuts, Massey. He's going to go there. He will. <laughs> no, if you have one donut, it's not a problem. But then you give yourself permission to maybe have two donuts in a day. God, God bless and, it. And all of a sudden, now you're having two donuts every day. And, well, I've had two, and, you know, I'm still hungry. Maybe I'll have three. Yes, Lord. So the next couple of days you start having three. You see where you can start to give yourself permission, and anybody who's had a diet and ended up falling off of that diet knows exactly what I'm talking about. 100%. You start making compromises, and then it starts sliding. It's the same thing with our liberties. When a politician makes a compromise against our liberties or our rights— They'll start making it more often because they've already done it one time. And do you know why they can compromise the law against you and not them? It's because they're still getting paid. Their jobs are still guaranteed. Yeah. They're not going to stop, right? I think there's a county in Texas right now that had to shut down a lot of their stuff because they didn't have the money coming in because tax money is down, right? Yeah. But government, all they do is print money. I'm talking about the U.S. government. Yeah. I'm not talking about local governments. They can't yeah. print money. No, you're absolutely right. right. So it's like, of course they're going to pass laws like this. They're never going to lose their jobs. 
You crazy? No, they, they vote they, themselves a raise. They voted themselves $25 million in a raise. This is insanity. This is how you know you are being overtaken by a government. And I mean overtaken. Do you want to know mm -hmm. how I know that? They keep you illiterate on the Constitution. Yeah. They keep you illiterate on it, and then they pass laws that are 900 pages long that you know doggone well most people won't read, except constitutionalists. And those constitutionalists that start alarming the people are called conspiracy theorists. We're called crazy right-wingers. Crazy. <laughs> and you don't care about the people. No, I do care about you. That's why I'm standing for the rights of man. That's why we need to keep running for these positions. That's why... um. Someone came to church today. Who, oh, Sue Trombino, Women Impacting the Nation. I'm like pushing this woman to run. This, this woman needs to. will kick butt, dude. She needs to. She's fiery. She knows her stuff. She's the right woman for the job. And we've got some other ones that I'm like, man, we need to push. You know who you are. Jan. Uh, so, <laughs> but you like, can nudge, nudge, yeah, yeah, Jan. Yeah. Nudge, 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 nudge. Right? But this is why we need people to stand because, like, I I'm going to do this one day, I hope. But by the grace of God, maybe it'll happen, right? But when my kids get a little older because I don't want to, you know, we're in dire straits right now. Yeah. We've got people in position that are of the right disposition to do this right now. Again, if it's your calling, it's your calling. I'm not forcing you. I'm kidding about forcing people. It's not what I'm trying to do. But there are people now who are running and considering running because they saw injustices happen. And it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. You just saw where it's like, man, I can't even go out of my own house. I can't open up my own business if I want to. Mm -hmm. This is insanity. Let me ask you this. They say that we can't go into certain places because masks, right? We need masks to go into Costco now, right? Well, if the masks work, why didn't we just keep all the businesses open and make everybody wear masks? You know what they said? Because masks aren't the only preventative thing. So what? You know what I mean? They don't even know what they're talking about. Folks, I'm telling you, they have learned to desensitize you. They've learned this art of fear. They know how to get their message across through fear. And I'm talking about government in general, right? That... I could use fear. Do you remember the old preaching? Uh, the, like the old time preaching was like all about hellfire and brimstone. Fire and brimstone. Right. Hell, hell, hell. John and if Edwards. you don't change, you're going to hell. Yeah. All this stuff. Right. And that worked for a season. Yeah. Right. And then people are like, dude, like I, I'm going to be afraid serving God. That's insanity. Why am I going to do that? You know what I mean? Because fear was not what drew me to Christ. It was his love compelling me to draw myself to him. Amen. That's what that was. It had nothing to do with fear. It's Jesus Christ and Christ alone that saved me from my wretchedness. I'm not in fear, right, to, to, to serve him. I love him. But in the same way that I'm an American and I love this nation because of people that died for me and they swore an oath to defend that constitution with their life, then I should know as a citizen what those rights are. I'm talking about natural rights, the, the, first, uh, the first 10 amendments of the Bill of Rights, and natural law in general, Yeah. right? Why shouldn't we know that as citizens? Even if you're not in politics, you should know that, Yeah. right? And because we don't know, that's why we got this far. Now, here's the hope. I do believe we're starting to know because people are waking up. And do you know how I know that? Because the media doesn't even know what to do with all this. This is why they keep telling you, man, if you go against the WHO, we're going to pull your thing down. If you post anything on vaccinations, I saw this thing yesterday where it covered it. And it said, this is talking about vaccinations. We refer you to the CDC first before watching this video. Really? Why? Why? I'm the garner of my own information. Like, not you. You don't arbitrate what I learn. I learn what I learn. Thank God I didn't learn what I learned in the school because it would have taught me backwards. Mm -hmm. It would have taught me that government's my daddy. And it's not. It's not my daddy. I love government because God talks about it in scripture, but not an unruly government, not a government that usurps God's authority. That's where I'm, that's where I'm lost here, right? And we can't keep doing this anymore. The First Amendment is not to be taken out of context. The First Amendment is to, to be protected because it protects you, not a government. But if, you know what it should do to the government? It should scare them. 
is what the First Amendment should do. It's, it's there to limit them. 100%. And, and one of the beautiful things, so I'm going to warn you, This now this is my opinion, so opinion is opinion, but I'm going to warn you, if this continues, this is going to get worse. Now, I want to point something else out in this article. So this whole talk de Blasio and the NYPD commissioner brought this about because there was a protest by LGBT advocacy groups they were protesting the presence of Samaritan's Purse Field Hospital working with Mount Sinai Hospital. Now, that aside, I'm standing up for their rights to protest. And the thing is, even if you disagree with us yeah. on everything, we're still arguing and fighting for your rights. We still want you to have those liberties. So the thing is, with the LGBT advocacy groups, I want you to have your rights to protest. I may disagree with what you're protesting about. And mind you, it's a Jewish hospital that's connecting with this Christian organization. So if you're upset about the Christian organization, why are you defending the hospital? Um, and either way, I'm standing up for your liberties because 100%. I want you to be able to speak out when you feel the need to. And a lot of people say, well, we'll come back with the protests. It'll be okay. We'll come back. We may. But there's always a precedent that will be set because the politicians knew they could do it and there would be no pushback. That's why we need to push back right now. One of the beautiful things about what's going on right now is people are waking up and they're finding common ground. There, there will be issues where people who disagree start to find common ground. And now is our time to really find that ground in terms of we all want our rights and our liberties, even if we disagree. We want the opportunity and ability to disagree with each other. We don't need a government saying, no, 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 no. You're not going to disagree. You're not going to even talk about <laughs> yeah. it. We're going Dude. to shut everybody down on this. Oh, and you're man. only going to speak <clears throat> pro-government propaganda, which can happen. Totally. It can happen. Totally. Totally. And, it, you know, it's funny. We say it can happen. It has happened. Yeah. Yeah, it I, I mean, dude, like seriously, nothing. There's nothing new. Pastor Jan said this a few weeks ago. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, it's an Ecclesiastes. It's not her just saying it, but <laughs> there's nothing new under the sun yeah. right now. Nothing. So it just keeps reoccurring, cycle after cycle after si cycle. Uh, you know, the we, when 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 you look at um, cereal, I'm just using an example because I love food, right? <laughs> Do you ever notice that everything's repackaged? Cereal yeah. that was once a yesteryear, they redo it. They put some new marshmallows in it, like Lucky Charms. Yeah. Lucky Charms Ultra. We have some new things. It's the same stinking thing. Oh, what? It's marshmallows and cereal. And they keep <laughs> repackaging it and repackaging it and reselling it to you, the public. Mm -hmm. Right? And guess what people do? Oh, that's new. I had to try that. It's the same stuff you just had for the last 25 years of your life. Right? And this is exactly how they do it. They just resell and resell and repackage this. That, man, look, there's going to be, you know, a catastrophe. Oh, my gosh, we better do something. Look, let us do something. Mm -hmm. You and I, let us do it. And, and then, you know what they'll say? Well, we can't do anything alone. How come 535 members of Congress and Senate, how come, what, what is it, nine judges, seven or nine? What is it, seven now? On the Supreme, On Supreme Court? Court? Seven? Nine. It's seven. Nine. Nine. Seven. 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 I think it's seven. Right? And we're the, the law yeah, and we're government the law people. Guys seven or nine, whatever. Oh, goodness. I think well, you're right, seven. Right. And then we have a president. So we have a total of what? Let's just say 600 people that are telling you, 330 million people, what to do with your life. Yeah. Seriously? We can't do this ourselves, we who live in our own communities? This doesn't make any sense. And now uh, places 
uh, are, are shut down right now. Like, they'll open up Menards, but I have a friend in Michigan who has a gym that's not open right now. But we'll pack a bunch of people in a Menard. This is how ridiculous it is. And the bottom line is, is this. You want to create something. You want to you, you make, you know, create a... You're going to have to do civil disobedience. And you, again, I put it in the, in the, in the, in the, in the title thing, in the, in the description. Whether, no matter where you stand on civil disobedience. And I'm talking about peaceful civil disobedience. I'm not yes. talking about getting a gun and going out there and shooting people. Okay, that's, that's stupid, right? You have the right to peaceably assemble, to petition, to, to petition the government for redress or grievances. No matter where you stand on how to do that, the fact remains that people get pushed to the limit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Happened during the founding era. Happened during Lincoln's time, right? People get pushed to a certain limit. And then guess what they do? They have to resort to something greater than just saying, man, I'm really mad about that. Yeah. They change when the pain of not changing is greater than the pain of change. That's when you change. Yeah. And guess what? It's not about a beach to me. It's not even about your business to me. This is about liberty to me. And you know what it's really for? Is what are we going to leave to our kids? This is a constant message that we preached a long time. What are we going to leave to our kids? Yeah. And and with our kids, we're going to our third article, we're going to get into what our kids are going to be facing. Now, that article is from Canada, but I warn you, it's coming to the U.S. Let's go to the second article, though. So we first we talked about the First Amendment, and now we're going to talk about kind of what's going on with churches still, right? Churches are starting to open up around the nation. Churches are slowly getting back online, and more power to you guys. I want you guys opening up. I want you guys safe. Whatever you feel you have to do, you feel you're called to do, do it. But in Illinois, which, go figure, not right, surprised. Right, right. Illinois. Illy. Illy. They've really? decided that isn't that awesome. Churches cannot exceed fifty attendees until there is a vaccine. Come on, medicine or no new cases. Wow. Hey Massey, when was yeah. the last time there were no new cases of flu? Outside of <laughs> outside of February on, obviously. Yeah, but, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Flu for centuries. You know, it just, dude, this is unbelievable. So unbelievable. They, Illinois has a five phase program, right? And. If, if you look at the article, it says moving to phase four, revitalization requires a continued positive trend in the aforementioned areas. The final phase, Illinois Restored, requires a vaccine treatment or the elimination of no, new cases over a sustained period of time through herd immunity or other factors. Under the current phase, gatherings are limited to those deemed essential and limited to 10 people or fewer. Phase three allows mm. for all gatherings of 10 or fewer people. Phase four allows for all gatherings of 50 people or fewer. So that churches that draw more than 50 people, they're not going to be able to return to normal until a vaccine is deployed, new medicine is online, wow. or no new cases. Wow. So what Illinois has basically told churches is, now you're stuck doing online. Remember when we talked about the First Amendment a couple of podcasts ago when we were talking about the churches? Right, Liberty. We talked about the idea of churches can't sustain online service only for a very long time. There is something integral to people worshiping in person 100%. together as a community, as Dude, a body. We notice a difference in it, man. Absolutely. People and have it, been off the chain since stuff lifted. I'll tell you what. Like, let me take podcast hat off and put on do it, the, the, do the it. assistant pastor Let's hat right do now. This. Do you know how awesome it is, bro? Like, how cool it is to have the body together? Yeah. Just the people alive, and, and they're speaking life to each other and all these things. Like, there's something awesome about uniting with the church. As a whole, there's something about having people live in, in attendance. It's different. It's just, it's not the same. Matter of fact, we had a lot of people say 
uh, online that it's not the same thing. It's just yeah. not the same thing. I mean, just like a, 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 a business or a restaurant can't survive just being online alone. They need they, they, they people love restaurants because of the ambiances, yeah. the ambiance, what it creates, what it feels like. Right. Connection, now, community, connection, community. Yes. The church relies on something heavily more spiritual than that. Now, God, of course, listen, can God use anything? Yes. But is God going to how do I want to say this? I want to say this correctly. God can use anything, but why are you forced to use that method for God to use? Yeah. Why are you forced why, to do that? If, if, and let me expand that out because I think that's a good point that, that needs the expansion. Go ahead. Why would you use the minimum method that you're, that you have at your disposal when you could use the maximum method at your disposal? And there are pastors who are now saying, we need connection. How do you how do you really console somebody? How do you really counsel them over Zoom? Yeah, there's words are sh- words are spread. You know, people talk. Emotions can come up, but Huge. there's something unique about face to face, especially a spiritual Dude. side of it. And if we don't have this face to face, we don't have this physical connection of the community. There's something lacking in that. Uh, yeah, and, and and I really believe it's spiritual. There's a spiritual aspect that's lacking at that point. People, people who aren't Christians aren't going to understand it. And even don't take offense to this, but Christians who are more uh, immature, fleshly, nominal, whatever, Sunday and done. They're not necessarily going to understand this idea of how important the spiritual connection is in the body physically. You know, you unite the physical body, you unite the mind, and unite the spirit. All of it comes together, right? So there's this connection, especially in worship. And like Massey was talking about as far as, as the church and putting on your pastor hat— you can't tell me that worship has not been amazing the past couple of Dude, weeks. People, awesome. There is something awesome. just energetic and alive between yeah, I'll people tell you, dude. while we're worshiping. Something beautiful, man, when, when all of us are together yeah. in the house. You know what I mean? And again, like, again, no matter where you stand on the issue, whatever you want to stand on, all of that stuff, it's like, look, dude, we have a God that heals and saves. He heals and saves, man, and we love it. And again, you can call that defiant. I'm really not being defiant. I'm being honest, yeah. dude. This is this is, again, uh, they limit the power of God by not allowing us to worship that God the way we want to in our conscience. That was the whole argument of the Danbury Baptist to Thomas Jefferson, yeah. dude, worshiping God in our own conscience, how I see fit, how we feel we need right. to worship God. You know, dude, there's been a lot of diseases uh, down in. Um, uh, what is it, Skid Row in California? A lot of yeah. diseases they were talking about. The Black about. Plague showed Black up. Black Plague, di- dysentery. Are you warning pastors not to go down there and witness to those people because they might get the Black Plague or the dysentery? Yeah. Or the diseases <laughs> that are happening there or the needles that you could step on and get AIDS? Come on! Those people are putting their lives on the line. How come you're not stopping those pastors? Because it doesn't fit the narrative, dude. Yeah. It doesn't fit the narrative. There's pastors out there sacrificing themselves in foreign countries. Nobody says a thing. Where's WHO in India? Right? When there's diseases and everything going on in other countries, I'm not saying India, I'm saying other countries, there's diseases. Where are they at with that? How come they don't shut down businesses with that? Come on. It's greater than what you think it is. It's spiritual, dude. If we open up our eyes, it's spiritual. This has nothing to do with the physical. 
This was spiritual from the beginning. It was literally meant to create fear. It had to. Yeah. How else were they going to get this across? You had to scare people. You know how we gave up our Fourth Amendment to walk through an airport? Fear. Mm -hmm. It might happen. A terrorist might come through and have a bomb. He might have a bomb in his shoe. He might have a bomb in his bag. He might have this. He might. He might. Dude, if we live like that, what's the point in leaving and, our house? And we're looking at removing the Fourth Amendment, basically. It, 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 realistically um through the ideas of having apps that track you everywhere you go and contract contact tracing and even california ventura county now they brought back what they said and tried to kind of cover over it although you kind of wonder okay how much of this is the truth slipping out um, but they basically said look we're going to remove you from your home and isolate you if you show up as a positive covid test and that should scare everybody that that type of idea was even spoken out loud. Now, they came back and said, no, 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 no. We're not going to remove you or forcibly remove you. We're going to give you the option. I'm going to trust them on their word that they misspoke and they brought it out. But when comes the day where you don't want to vaccinate your kids against this thing because you don't agree with it and your kids get removed from your house. That's right. Because vaccines They're are talking mandatory. About it. They're, They're talking, talking about, about it right mandatory now. mandatory vaccines, right? So... Your right to your privacy is getting eroded, and if you look down the road, it'll, it'll be erased. This is why we need to point this out now while we can still stop it, right? I, I just got to share the story. In 2019, Reverend Andy Bales from, uh, where is that, Union Rescue Mission, lost his leg to a flesh-eating disease while walking down Skid Row. That's real. That's legit, yeah. right? That's real. Is, is anybody doing anything? Where's, where's WHO down in Skid Row? Where's, where's, where's the CDC down in Skid Row? What are they doing for him? What are they doing for him? Right? There's literal diseases happening in Skid, at Skid Row now. Right? What are we doing for him? It's crap. So and, they, and, and I'm getting hot yeah. on this. I, yeah. I really am. No, 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 no. I, I really am because people don't... Okay. That was going to be a generalized statement. I got to stop that. I got to stop that. I really do. Because you know what happens when you're live? You have to catch yourself. You got to uh -huh. think. You got to think, right? A lot of people aren't using the, 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 the spiritual mind to see. Most yeah. of them are blind. You know, a lot of them are blind if they're not saved by God or whatever, Christ. The Holy Spirit doesn't illuminate them, one. Second, we don't know history. We yeah. just don't understand history, right? We don't understand uh, rights and laws and all these things, right? But if you could just step back and see where else are there problems that we're not correcting, but we're only addressing this one? This would shut down every narrative out there. This should, I got to read some of these comments. This yeah, is great. Go for it. Uh, let's see. Pat, uh, Jan said this. Uh, <laughs> talking about Syria. They came by our houses in the 60s. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I think we were talking about Illinois. She said they've been going along with it. I wonder what they think now. It's, 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 it's that's, right. That's really been my question is, okay, you went along with it, and now suddenly they're extending your lockdown. Are you starting to get nervous of, hey, wait a second, we played ball, we obeyed, now you're changing the rules on us and you're changing the Dude, standards. Where does this How end? fun is that game? Yeah. How fun you, is that game? You've you been playing now, basketball and you keep changing the rules on them. Yeah. And you're now at the whim of the other team. That's exactly right. And, dude, they're the ones with the money. They're the ones with the, 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 the game-changing ability. Yeah. And I'm the one playing the game. Oh, and they're telling you, you have a chance to win. Yeah. You have a chance to prosper. When they're the ones changing the rules – 
Yeah. Come on, dude. You that, could win. Just play right, my right. rules. It's ridiculous. Brian Moriarty said this. All churches need to be reopened now. The fact that they can wave a flag uh, of fear at them and get them to close is ridiculous. Yep. And in some cases, they threaten to close them permanently. Are we ruled by a king? Where's our religious freedom? Amen. That is natural law he's talking about. Yeah. That's natural God-given law. When we can get this in our heads, this is why you need to share a lot of content from other people talking about natural rights. You need to share stuff from Chris Ann Hall. Share this podcast. Get on there and share it with your friends. You know why? Because the more people realize that their rights come from God, they won't tolerate this anymore. Yeah. And I, I want yeah, to... I'll, I'll even take ahead, a step further. Ahead. Atheists will stop too. Yeah. And there, there's Because it's of, greater than them. There's plenty of atheists that have, have come alongside this idea of natural, natural rights. Um, even if they don't subscribe the rights to God, they're still subscribing them to an authority above government or a, a uh, I don't know the word that I want to I want to use, but it's it's self evident, really. Nice. Right, rights are self evident. Uh, they're they're natural. They're innate. That's the word I'm looking for. Innate rights. Um, shameless plug. If if you want more information about rights and you haven't checked it out, I did a late night live about nice. rights. Nice segue, um, go back and check that out. We've that got good. it up on the podcast list. We've got it up on Facebook. Um, it, watch it and it'll give some history about rights. It'll give where do rights come from. It'll give some real kind of definitions of what rights are. Um, so look, check that out. Look it up. Make some comments. You got any more comments before we move forward? Uh, no, nine on the Supreme Court. I I thought that's what it was. Nine. I don't know why I said seven. Oh, you know why I said seven? Because it was before. Uh, what's his name? Gorsuch and what's his face? I, I was, no, 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 no. Uh, who was it? Uh, Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt yeah, yeah, expanded. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That, from seven to nine. I, I knew it was nine. That's why I was getting messed up. I apologize. Yeah. I should have known. But guess what? That's when you're alive, you have brain farts. Yeah, and thank you, you guys for farts. pointing that out. We yeah, appreciate that. Th thank you for not judging um, us. The, the next article, not, not the student one, but just quickly, there was a pastor in rural Illinois. Uh, he defied the state order. And, of course, now he's in legal trouble. Yeah. Um, in the ruling... The judge uh, noted that limiting gatherings to 10 people or more or to 10 people are going online are. In, oh, sorry. That wasn't the judge. The the pastor himself, they're imperfect substitutes for an in-person service where all 80 members of beloved church can stand together side by side to sing, pray and engage in communal fellowship. And the judge, judge said, still, given the continuing threat posed by COVID-19, the order preserves relatively robust avenues for praise, prayer, and fellowship and passes constitutional muster. Okay, A, no, it doesn't pass constitutional muster because you're restricting the freedom of religion. But the other part of it is you're calling these robust avenues for praise, prayer, and fellowship. Fellowship. How exactly do you fellowship with an <laughs> when there's online no fellows service? to ship with? You put a comment online. Now, I, I want to pull this thread apart. You put a comment online. What does everybody say about stuff like social media? It's impersonal. It's so oh, impersonal that everybody decides they can that's say whatever good. they want to. There's yeah. no connection. You, you pull negative emotion a lot of times out of Facebook that's and social good. media. That's good. So, no, it's not robust because there's not a complete communication. You're missing a lot of the nonverbal cues. You're missing a lot of the emotional connection. Yep. I believe there is there is more to communication than just the physical or the physiological. Um, but what this judge is saying, well, it's good enough for you. 
I'm going to determine that this is okay how you practice your religion. Did you notice that? The judge just determined and defined how you practice your religion. Well, your prayer, your fellowship, and your praise, this is good enough for you. That should chill your blood. Should. That's, 100%. That a government official is telling the church what's good enough for them to worship their God and to practice their religion. And if it doesn't chill your bones and you go, eh, it's okay, I can understand that. I want to ask, like, where is your relationship with God? How, how deep are you getting with God? Because I know, I'm sorry, but online is not the same for me. I can get a lot out of it, but it's not the same for me as it is when I go on Sunday and I'm fellowshipping with people that I need to connect to. I help them and they help me. Dude. It, it's vital. So I'm leaving it off on that. I'm, I'm no, I get stepping you. down off my box. I, I, no, no I, but again, when does a judge have lawmaking ability? Precisely. That's that's the bottom line. Supreme Court cannot make law. You can't just, dude. Where's the original interpretation anymore? Yeah. The original <laughs> intent of the law, right out the window, because we've learned to adapt case law, not in, not the yeah. original intent, not the original interpretation. And yep. I think too, kudos for the pastor to say I'm going to defy this. Uh, in, in in, you know, there's a lot of organizations that are going to help that. And and dude, it's like it's. You know, it's going to take this for people to start realizing that, dude, you know, rights yeah. are worth fighting for. And, they really are. And, and, dude, awesome. It's cool that it's a pastor, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this, I think this pastor in the article even said, how do I baptize somebody online? Right. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> what do I do? What uh, do I, sprinkle water at the camera? Yeah. You sprinkle first. Like, I'll do this, and you do this. Yeah, yeah. You, you grab a water bottle. Grab I mean. your cup. Dump it on yourself. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good. I'll dunk you. You know, <laughs> and again, it's th this has nothing to do with what you choose to do. It has everything to do with when you're forced to do it. Yeah, when you're forced into a choice. That's the problem here. If that's you feel the if you feel that your faith is complete by online, okay. Yep. That's your decision. The problem is when I'm being told that my faith is complete by online because no, it's not. No, it's not exactly. And again, judges, courts cannot make law. That is not their job. That's not what they do. They only interpret. But what law are they interpreting right now? Executive order. Exactly. Which is not which law. Which is not law, right? Which is not law if it's against the Constitution and against the First Amendment. Since when can an executive order usurp natural rights? Yeah. When? When did when I missed that civics class. <laughs> I missed that government <laughs> class. I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to be jerky here. I'm not you know me, I don't mock like that. I don't do that. But I missed something. What, where did we get it in our heads that this was proper? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and again, it's like, you know, sometimes people say, I wish you should go get a law degree to learn that. What's Which, the point? That's, that's what law schools are churning out now. Oh, my gosh. Is dude. this crap? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's go on to move the on. third article. Moving on. So, and we got some cool people on here. Uh, Dr. Jerry New comes online, which that's, dude, Dr. Jerry's the bomb. Uh, let's see. Aubrey, my brother Fave, a bunch of people on here. John What's going Flick, on, guys? Brian, John. Hey, this is cool. Love Keep you going. guys. Jerry New comes the man. Hey, by the like way, don't forget, like, he was, comment, press that share button. Right yeah, now, everybody. Was, uh, I've talked about D. James Kennedy before. He was a part of that whole movement. D. James oh, Kennedy really? Down, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good people, man. Cool. They were constitutionalists to, to the max. Great pastors. Great pastors. Anyways, I'm sorry. I was on a tangent. Go ahead. Yeah, anyways. That's, that's me being okay. Me. Sorry. No, you're good. Third article. Uh, now, this is about the Quebec schools. Uh, and for anybody Hi, who's Kelly. not up on their geography, that's in Canada. And... Um, yeah, or when we we love most Canadians, and so 
Quebec schools. <laughs> Kristen smiled. We had a conversation about French Canadians earlier. So <laughs> Quebec schools, Quebec. when they're opening back up, they've got all these rules that are getting put in place. And um, let me read just some of these requirements. Now, they sound logical on the face, and I'm, I'm not yeah. going to attack them like these are so unlogical, but I do want to point out where does this go and, and what what effect will this have? So students will remain in their classroom and in their assigned personal space for the school day other than going out for physically distanced recess. Some classes will be held in school libraries or science labs to keep groups of children small and separated. There will be no physical education, music, drama, or art classes. School principal will create a recess schedule to allow class groups to go outside. Play structures will not be used, and class groups will be separated. I want you to look at that will remain in their classroom and in their assigned personal space for the school day other than going out for a physically distanced recess. I want to ask you the last time you sat in a chair in front of a, what, two-foot-by-two-foot desk for eight (laughs) hours straight outside of 30 minutes where now you're not allowed to play with your friends. Totally. Now, this, this gets beyond, like, the idea of, of what's safe. I can understand what they're trying to do with this. I get it, yeah. But I want to look at the consequences of what's being shaped with our schools now. So what you are teaching kids is, A, be afraid. You have to do everything in your power to be af- protect yourself and be yeah. safe. Yeah, be, right? be afraid. From, from the, the hidden, invisible danger. Right. And now we're going to try and force kids to sit at their desk without any real social interaction without movement without they're not even allowed to eat lunch in the cafeteria they're gonna have to eat their lunch at their desk y'all if y'all can't see socialism this is building drones i'm telling you bro like this is this is exactly how to institute socialism yeah all in the name of safety again call me nuts if you want to i really don't care that is not conspiracy dude that's just truth and in Everybody will get on, a, especially the American school system, right? The American school system, every, a lot of people complain about it because it was basically two tracks. You're either getting sent to college or you're, you're getting trained for factory work. Yeah. And we all complain that that was just shaping people into submissive little ants that obeyed orders. This is just that 10 times worse. Totally. And if you're taking away physical education, you're taking away music, drama and art classes you have removed all opportunities for the child to really explore creativity you're trying to remove their free thinking skills this the reason this concerns me is because what you're actually training these kids to do is obey and follow orders stay in line sit in your seat Mm -hmm. and guess what's going to happen i'm telling you what the what it will happen you get a little boy who's 10 years old and he's been sitting at his desk for six hours and he starts just going nuts. He can't, he can't stand it. He is hyper. He's bouncing off the walls. He's talking back to the teacher. He's yelling, he's screaming, he's laughing. He's distracting other kids. What's your next step? Well, he has ADHD and we, we need to give him medication because he just won't pay attention. Dude, (laughs) this is, yeah. I mean, it, it, here, do you want to know how crazy it is? In some in some schools and states, did you know this, um, Kristen, that um, there's girls that if you're underage, you don't have to tell your parents that you're going to go get an abortion, that the school yeah. will drive you to the abortion clinics, so you don't have to tell your parents. 
That exists today, by the way. Yeah. Don't please don't think that this can happen. This can't happen here. You know what I mean? The fact that there's parents out there that lose their kids, and they're even talking about uh, the Trace Act. You see that new thing that's being instituted right now? It's called the Trace Act. I'll do no. some. I'll do some more digging on it. But basically, that law is saying that they have the right to take your kids during an emergency if necessary. Dude, this is insanity. It's actually being presented right now. Absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. And, and you know what will happen is... It's called contact it, tracing is what it was. Okay, yeah. So so they're moving forward and expanding the whole contract tracing concept. Right. Which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. There are other countries where they have like GPS perimeter apps that if you walk outside of that GPS perimeter, you're being traced, you're being... Police get notified, blah, blah, blah. So now it's when legislation is getting put forward, it's testing the waters. Mm -hmm. So legislation gets put forward. The people know it's going to fail, but they're just testing the waters to see, okay, well, how do the, how does the population react? How do other politicians react? What's going to be the response to this? Because if if you fall five votes short on something like this, you go, oh, well, we'll retool Yep. We'll we'll try and get those people to come to our side. Yep. We'll see if we can make some more subtle language and we'll get this through. Always be careful of this type of stuff. I get tired of us being considered extremists, conspiracy theorists it's all good. when this stuff is getting put forward and it's actually being Truth. put on the table. It is. You need to look at it and see it for what it is. This isn't going to get better unless we fight it. Unless we stand up, unless we contact our congresspeople, unless we start running for office, unless we start raising a ruckus in terms of protests and peaceable assembly, and we start pointing this stuff out. Yeah, and there is that point of like peaceable assembly and all these things, which we do. You know, you attend these meetings and things like that. But then it's the second part is, you know, one thing I was talking to Pastor Todd about this morning was one thing that I kind of learned through all this, and, and I've never really lost the concept, I guess, but. It taught me something that faith without works is dead. Yeah. Yeah. We can't just believe that God gave us rights. We can't just believe that we have these things. We now have to act on it. Now, whether that means civil unrest or civil disobedience, I mean, and I mean unrest in a peaceful way. I'm talking about we're we're opening up our businesses like that lady in Texas who quickly was... was, Yeah, she she got pulled out of jail. Yeah, I think they (laughs) knew. It was like, whoa, what are we doing here? And you know what that it should do to the attorney general in Texas? You should go down to that judge who did that and remove him. Yeah. Dude, they should impeach that. They should remove that judge, yeah. dude. That is not him. law. You are creating law out of thin air, dude. And that's what we need to start talking about is impeachment, if necessary, uh, all those things. But you need to run for either A, office, or B, start pulling in those people that can run for those positions and get active. Yeah. Right? We have the ability to vote, man. The ability for the ballot box to actually take hold. Now, people say, oh, it's a big system. I don't care about any of that stuff. Either God is God and he will defend us or he won't. And he can. And we can start in our cities. You want to know how awesome this is? I was telling Pastor uh, Janice this morning. We've been talking a lot about a church about speak life. We've been talking about it since what? October, maybe September, October, right? Really just this concept of we're going to speak life, speak life, speak life. Do you know what they're doing a musical in Stewart right now called Speak Life? Hmm. Cool. Now, you could say it's not it's 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 a coincidence and all that stuff. I've never I've lived here for 5 years. I've never seen it there at the Lyric. Yeah. But the fact that you can have a you can have some kind of spiritual effect over a town is true. Absolutely. It's true. It if if it can't happen, again, we're serving the God that can't change a world. He did through Christ. 
He did through Paul and Peter, James and John. He can do it through you. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I got to keep preaching this message. You can do something. You Amen. and you alone. Amen. An entire book was written about David, about Moses, literally in Scripture. Right? And we read about men of history, men of old, pastors of old, like John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg, who was preaching about Ecclesiastes. And he's talking about there's a time for peace and a time for war. And he takes off his clerical robe and it reveals a two-star, he became a two-star general. Uh, I'm sorry, major general in the military, he led 300 men through battle, one pastor. And we remember him to this day because of his courage and his boldness and his faith. Yeah. Because he took it on by faith. Now, you may not be that pastor that takes a, you know, it's a general, <laughs> a right? But there were pastors preaching about the issues of the day, and they were standing for the rights of man, yeah. right? And it took guys like Samuel Adams, who was called the father of the American Revolution, to stand up and say, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, not brush fires of conspiracy theories. Not brush fires of uh, supposed and pretended legislation like they talked about the Declaration. Not brush fires of maybe here, maybe a little there. Maybe they could take away my rights here, maybe not there. What will I live with? It was liberty that they fought for and what they stoked in the American people, right? L listen to me. Liberty is not a land. I'm going to step on toes here for a minute. Has nothing to do with these colors don't run. Has nothing to do with the red, white, and blue. It has everything to do with God giving you rights. America just happens to be the place where we wrote it down and acknowledge what God gave us. Has nothing to do with a flag. We represent it as the flag. We represent it in our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. But America's not the thing. It's God that's the thing. It's God that when you submit to him in truth, that's when everything else loses. When you can take a minority of people and win a battle against a superpower, like the children of Israel, like our founding fathers, you can see it. You, there was testimony. There's a witness there, dude. Like, can you, can you imagine? I keep looking at people sometimes saying, I can't do anything. Dude, that, you're the one. You're exactly the one God wants to use right? He may not use a loud mouth like me. That's okay. I'll keep doing these things. That's fine, right? What if he can use you? What if, dude, did that salon lady in Texas know that this would blow up? Oh, yeah. I think so. But, but did she think that she would be but, used this way is what no, I'm saying? No, no, but absolutely. She, I don't think she thought about it in the sense of I'm going to make national ruckus and controversy. She stood up with the heart that said, I need to stand up now for my own rights because I need to feed my family. 100%. And, and she was used in a great way in terms of showing what's going on. Um, and to go along with that, guys, if we don't have faith in a God that can overcome, why bother? If we don't have faith in a God that's going to work day in and day out in our lives, why bother? 100%. There is more to faith than just saying, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Dude. Right? And, and even, here's the thing, Massey, you and I could be put in a camp tomorrow. True. And I'm, I'm not saying like it, the government I, is I this big responsibility or realistically it's, it's per se, this idea of he and I could be put in a camp tomorrow and we would be okay. Would we be oppressed, suffering and tortured? Absolutely. But you know, what goes deeper than all of that is our faith. Our faith is what runs 100%, through. 100%, dude. And runs through the wall. When you walk with a faith that goes beyond all yep. things, it doesn't matter where you are. You can still find God. You're still there right. with God. Right. We can have everything taken from us, including totally. our last pencil, mm -hmm. and still find joy in the Lord. Yep. 
I want you at that totally, place. Totally, bro. But I don't want you to have to get to that point where you have that faith. Yep. I don't want you to so have right. to be in the camp to to lose everything to finally have that faith. I want you to be able to have that faith while you still have the opportunity to enjoy blessing and abundance in your life. Because, hey, why not? Right? That's right. No, no dude, this is crazy. Like, uh, Lady Name Pat's here just commented, love it. I am one guy. She said, I am one God can use, man. Amen. That, that dude, all he's looking for is a willing vessel. Somebody willing to Seriously, stand up. Seriously, no. That could be preaching the gospel. That could be saying, dude, like people don't get it. Like being in politics, I get to preach the gospel a lot. Yeah. I get to stand for the Lord a lot in politics because I get to reference the one who gave them their rights. How are they going to get to God? Through Jesus Christ. It's a perfect segue to preach the gospel. Yeah. You can use it literally, dude. Charles Spurgeon could talk about toilet paper and still <laughs> somehow bring salvation messages through his sermons. Literally, yeah, yeah. right? You can use God and you can use Christ through anything. Guys, when, uh, can, can I say, like, I'm just going to say this for a minute. I remember when I was in Michigan at, at a public school, she, she said I couldn't use, I couldn't talk yeah. about the Lord, right? But I remember what I was saying was, hey, have you guys ever heard of King Solomon? One of the wisest men in history. And I talked about this Bible, this book called the Bible. I'm a pastor, so I, I use the Bible a lot. And I, I said, I'm going to reference out of this book called uh, uh, Proverbs. And, and this is what Solomon wrote. And so in page 635, uh, chapter 12, blah, 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 that's how I did it. And the kids received it. Like I was talking like a Shakespeare book. You know what I mean? Like you can use different ways to talk to people. You know, are you going to be a Bible thumper? No, but dude, I'm influenced by scripture, right? Yeah. So I use the Bible just like I use anything else. Just like I use, just like we're using articles. We wrote down, like you wrote down articles for me to read, <laughs> right? And he always picks the topics. That's why I'm saying that. But guys, you can use anything and anything can be talked about with, with, with the Lord. You can use anything to do it. Politics just happens to be my lane. What's your lane? Yeah. What's your yeah. lane? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. You who are business owners right now. There's some of you that are business owners that are like, you know what? I'm tired of this. You know what? If you run for city council, or if you run for county commissioner, or the mayor, dude, and you win. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my let, gosh. What could you do? Let me let me throw it on the other side of things. If you're really into the environment, how does the Lord feel about the environment and the creation that he gave? Ooh, yep. The Lord loves his creation. He expects us to steward the creation. So if you're really into the environment. Man, maybe the Lord has put that passion on your heart because Nothing he wrong with wants that. you to help lead people towards taking care of the creation that he gave us. That's right. right? Nothing so, wrong with that. So a lot of times people will point their guns at somebody else who the passion is on their heart and they don't, they don't understand it. A lot of conservatives will look at Christians who are very focused on, let's say, uh, uh, environment issues or human rights or that kind of thing and they go oh they're they're liberal they're right, crazy right, right. they're outside <clears throat> people will look at us and conservatives and say, oh all you care about is liberty the constitution blah 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 no everybody's got their lane and their passion yep. that god can be involved in that dude i love and, animals especially cows they taste great with a1 <laughs> Rare, you know, you got. How, come on, how many comments? Come on, how many yeah, hand claps can we get? That? Let's get some likes. Hey, for, you know for what cow. I mean. But no, being serious, right? And yeah. I'm trying to be funny because, like, hey, it's good. To, it's good to have humor. <laughs> but like, you know, what is your cause? Yeah. You know, what, what is what is what is what you think that should be the defense of the gospel in your life? You know what I mean? That's really what this is about. What are we calling each other to? Are we calling each other higher? Are we calling each other to fear? Um, I, can, I'm going to say something too, real quick, about this recent video, this pandemic thing. You know, it's like. When when people when something comes out that fast and hot, I get really f kind of troubled by it. 
You know what I, I mean? Already, like, I don't even know what you're yeah, talking there's, about. There's this video that was being shared and being shared and being shared. It was taken off of YouTube and put it on Facebook. Now they're coming out with rebuttals against it, you know, and people were just yeah. sharing it like crazy. And if you did, that's fine. I just didn't say anything about it because I'm like, okay, I watched a piece of it. I'm like, okay, it's another thing, you know. But now there's rebuttals coming out against it, right? And, and, and that we don't even question what's being put out there because it fits our personal narrative. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we got to be careful. Are we pushing each other higher to Christ? Or are we pushing people down to fear? Yeah. And like what government's going to do next? And what are we doing here and there? I'm just trying to defend the rights of man. I'm not scared at all. And, and, and I, n- nor should anybody be. And, and there's a difference between understanding reasonable progression and creating uh, controversy and conspiracy. Uh-huh. Right, there is a difference right. between those Thank two you. processes. Great you know? point, dude. Uh, because when we talk about the school system, there is a logical process that happens here. It's not conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory is the Illuminati are controlling this pandemic and moving stuff around in order to gain control. You can't prove that. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Is it important? Mm-hmm. Is it something you can actually deal with? We can deal with our school totally. systems. We can deal with what's going on in our local. schools. We can deal with local. Absolutely. Right? So there is a difference. And we can um, push those to do local. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and yes. that being said, guys, we love you, and we are so thankful you're here with us. We thank you for the, the people who are just faithful, commenting and, and, coming and in every week, seeing us commenting sharing yeah, and our wednesday night lives man you yeah. you crushed last week we're, we're, we're gonna do another one this week i'm gonna let the cat out of the bag a little bit and i'm gonna go this far and say this this is the topic for this wednesday so you want to tune in our church is under the rule of caesar boom what does that mean what does that look like what does a 501c3 look like i'm not saying you shouldn't have one i'm saying let's break this down to empower the church to stand in these times right doesn't matter that if you, if you have one or not that is not the issue here the issue is is what are your rights as the church so are the churches under caesar yeah. Are they under a government? Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. So check that out, please. Check it out. It gets posted on Facebook. We It's live at 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. If you can't do 10 o'clock, understand. Click on it the next morning. Because we crazy. We're, we're going to be having those up on the podcast list as well. So you can do SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff, right? You can get it. Um, that being said, don't forget to check out our website, theselfevidenttruth.com. Thank you so much, guys. Love you guys very much, All man. right. So you guys have a great night. We will see you on Wednesday at 10 p.m. Bam. Share All the right. video. We love you. Love you guys.